everybody, <laughs> and welcome to uh, episodes 14 through 16 of season four of Australia, Love Island of <laughs> Australia. Australia. Well, they know what they're listening to, right? Probably. At this point, I hope so. <laughs> it's not Friendship Island. That's what you're listening to. I'm Brendan. I'm Sarah. And I can't stop singing about sucking crumbs. <laughs> it's true. He uh, can't stop. I need a spray bottle. <laughs> I think this has been the craziest week we've had. It's been okay. So a while back, I was like, I feel like I'm being too negative about everything. And I feel like this week is not good for me because I'm mad about everything. No, you're trying. You were really trying. But yeah, I was. You know what? I was. And I'm going to look on the bright side just as much as I actually can for this episode. Right. Just know that. Also, like, we're wrong about everything, okay? Like, we accept that. So if everyone else could just accept that, it would make me feel yeah. a lot better. If if you want to call us out, we need receipts. Go back and listen <laughs> to our old episodes. Give us a timestamp. And then follow us on Instagram at notfriendshipislandpod. And also subscribe to our podcast here. It's the only way to listen to us be wrong about everything. Is if you engage with us on all social <laughs> media platforms. Actually, it's very easy to listen to us be wrong about everything. We're probably going to be wrong. Hey, this episode. <laughs> Some of us are a little bit more wrong than others. I've uh, <laughs> I've reached a place of zen, and I this was at the end of episode six. We just watched episode sixteen together. Yeah. And uh, I realized my center is that I will never guess anything right. So I'm always, ju- my prediction is always just going to be whatever is most dramatic. Or most controversial. Mm-hmm. Which is dra- drama in its own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just jump into episode okay. 14. So episode 14 starts with another look back at Ben's intro. Um is like how it kind of opens but the first kind of new thing we have is Callum and Vac go for a chat and this is right after Layla has left which now recording this now feels like years ago I know oh my gosh that was a younger me (laughs) I was so different I was so much more optimistic Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so Callum and Vac chat and he seems pretty okay honestly um Vac kind of chats about why she made her choice and I mean obviously she had every reason to do what she did with her choice like we say the same thing every time she had no she had no reason to know that Layla was going to specifically go home and either way it was her job was to pick the person she wanted to be coupled up right and she did it yeah and she did it because it looked like he wanted that yeah um he says that he doesn't regret saying he was open to her at this point but that he just kind of like needs a second to kind of like regroup and everything after Layla left Mm -hmm. um and she's kind of like you know I understand you just lost someone and then he kind of takes all that as kind of like a joke he's like oh it's not like I'm in mourning or anything and like he kind Mm -hmm. of like turns it he just like decides to be exactly who he is and make it into a joke when he's feeling like an emotion right sometimes callum kind of surprises me especially these last couple episodes with being open about his emotions and everything and then sometimes he's just exactly But when they get validated he's like no 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 no, it's fine it's fine it's fine 
Plus, when it's like a vulnerable emotion for him, mm-hmm. that's a little bit less comfy, I think. Yeah. He wasn't ready to say to other people exactly how much Layla, I think, actually like meant to him. Yeah. So, um, and then we have uh, Ben and Stella chat. And I mean, they really have only talked for five minutes and then he chose her. Um, so they're just kind of like still getting to know each other. And she's just like telling him that. She is craving someone to be with and really have, like, a partner in the villa. And she, you know, she tells him that she is happy that he chose her. And she says she feels very chosen by him. Um, And he asks her about, like, her hobbies, which I always love when somebody is actually saying something to get to know someone yeah. in the villa. Um, So I like that he actually asked her something about, like, that makes up who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that she likes to roller skate. I don't know how she doesn't have every bone broken in her entire body. Well, she does say that she's not good at it. So I think she said like she's got like the knee pads and yeah. the elbow pads and everything. And he says he likes, I think he said lawn balls. And he did she- say lawn balls. <laughs> what do you think is bocce balls? Probably. And she says that she really respects that he likes lawn balls. Yeah. Stella is so validating. <laughs> I just want to say this. I licked her tit or whatever. I'm going to cut it. It doesn't matter. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother I... talking about it. <laughs> I didn't get that impression. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I don't really know. Maybe I wouldn't know. People say my husband's licked her tit. Your husband says your husband. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> The next chat we have is um, Phoebe H. and Jordan. So Jordan is saying that it will be a lot easier for him now that Ben has come in and chose Stella. Um, I suppose he means in the way that he can spend more time with Phoebe H. Because mm-hmm. at this point he's chosen Phoebe H. And she is very excited to be chosen. Um, and the vibes are like very different, even though at this point he's like, oh, you know, like I still like Stella, but mm-hmm. I'm getting to know Phoebe H. Yeah, but he, he just needs. <laughs> I was mad at Jordan. Yeah, well, I it's... was too. And I talk about this later as well. But like you said it I last episode, you were like him looking out for Phoebe's feelings is not doing either of them any favors. And I Stella's think... feelings, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stella's feelings, and I think that that is shown in this episode. Yeah, because I, I wrote I wrote down this quote from Jordan from his talking head after this chat mm-hmm. where he goes, I really like Stella, but we're in new couples now, and we need to focus on that. Yeah. And it's like you were just biding your time until that happened. Yeah. And she's, she's aware of that. Now she knows that you're, like, moving on. Mm-hmm. But, like, all she was asking... No, I think at this point she knows that he's in another couple, but I don't think she thinks like it's broken off because he is saying like, oh, I still like you, but like, let's get to know our couples. Yeah. But like them still liking each other doesn't like really mean anything because like Jordan has said as much that like if that's the amount that they like each other is not enough comparatively. Right. Um, And it's not in parody either. You know what I mean? No. And in at the end of this Phoebe H and Jordan chat, they come up with what they at first call a safe word, which is 
not a safe word. It's actually the opposite of a safe word. It is the opposite of a safe word. It's more of like a consent word or like a let's do it. Mm -hmm. It's just a way of letting each other know that they both want to initiate something. Mm -hmm. Um, And they choose that word as peaches because Jordan likes her peach. Yeah. Um, And then Tack and Stella talk. And I'm like, oh, is Tack going to... I had forgotten until I saw them together. And I think I said this the last time I saw, we saw them talk, too. I keep forgetting that, like, they went on a date. Yeah. Like, that they're... It has been shown that there is some interest there from Tack mm-hmm. in Stella and that there has been over time. No, but I wrote, oh, what? <laughs> Tack and Stella, oh, what? <laughs> um, he... He says at this point that he's, I think he says this in his talking head. I don't think he says this to her. He says that he's happy that Phoebe H chose Jordan because now they can really chat again and like Mm -hmm. kind of work on getting to know each other because him and him and Jordan are obviously friends. Like we've seen them be like hanging out together on the villa. And so like while Jordan and Stella were coupled up, he backed off because it's not like him and Stella ever were anything, but he had interest in her. Mm hmm. He's shown that since the beginning. Um, and I I said that, like, Portak is, he seems like he's, like, really trying. But Stella is just so friendly to everyone that it's really hard for yeah. me to tell if, like, she's picking up on the vibes that he's putting down yeah. or if she's I think reciprocating. She's just like ob- oblivious. Yeah, it's so hard to tell because I, Stella is, like, very in touch emotionally at least with herself. With maybe herself. Maybe yeah. not with other people. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, I think so. Um, But I'm just like, I don't know if she's getting it. Because this is like two times now that she's misread the vibes. Three, if you want to count Andre. Yeah. But Andre was his own thing. We don't we don't have to count him. Oh, my God. Remember Andre? I know. He's so pretty. <laughs> he's so pretty. <laughs> Um, and then we get, um, we get bedtime and a few things of note happens. The first thing is that Jordan practices like initiating cuddling or hooking up mm-hmm. with Jess, which is weird because they're like laying in bed and Jess yeah. is like, tell me how you would like yeah. get started with somebody. And he's like, oh, you know, I touch her a little bit here or do mm-hmm. a little bit of this and, um, he is very excited to be in bed with Phoebe H. It's very obvious through this episode and the rest of these fucking episodes that there's a lot of sexual chemistry yeah. between the two of them. And he does say he did not feel that sexual tension with Stella, which is fine. There's nothing right. wrong. I just want to say that there's like literally nothing wrong with that. Cause I feel like at certain points it's like made to be like a point of contention. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the fact that he didn't feel that. Right. And Stella is saying that she's a little bit nervous about seeing Jordan and Phoebe in bed. Also, (laughs) Phoebe is in... We've talked a little bit about how weird the bedroom situation is with, like, the way the beds are. And Stella is in the worst bed to be coupled with someone in because her bed is the one that's kind of at the foot of other people's bed. And one, one part is against a wall. So the only way for her partner at this point, Ben, to get into bed is for her to get out or for him to crawl from the foot of the bed. Mm-hmm. That bed fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, that's a terrible bed it's to a have. It's a weird bed. It's fine if you're, like, not in a couple, I think. 
When yeah. you're in a couple, you shouldn't have to be in that bed. Yeah, you you should have equal access to the ground. Yeah, because Ben looks like a tall guy, so is he going to have to, like, crawl over her? Like, I don't know. I saw it, and I was like, that just looks like it fucking sucks. What if he has to get up to pee in the middle of the night? It's a mess. Yeah. I just had to make sure I said that. <laughs> Someone needed to. I'm glad you're standing up for the Islanders. <laughs> um, I'm here for you, Ben. <laughs> Uh, Claudia is uh, in bed with Austin and she's talking about how she has this worry that on the outside things might not work out because she is not going to like all the attention he gets because he's so good looking to everyone. And Mm -hmm. this kind of, of course, starts a whole nother thing between them that follows into the next episode or two. Um, and then the other things that happen at night is that Ben gives Stella a little kiss on the forehead before bed. And I thought, that's cute. That is cute. And Phoebe, as soon as the lights go out. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Peaches. Peaches. Right away. And she climbs on top of him right away. It is like <laughs> immediate. It's yeah. so crazy. You know what? Good for them. There's yeah. two young lovers and half price drinks. <laughs> Um, so we have the boys and the girls debriefs in the morning. Um, the boys go first and Jordan is talking about the tension that was released, released from his night with Phoebe H. And I think we all know what come. the tension. <laughs> okay. You're talking about come here. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stella is talking before the full girls debrief. Stella is talking with the non bombshell girls about how pissed she is, about how everything Jordan was saying isn't matching up to the way he's acting and Mm -hmm. how fast he's physically moving on with Phoebe H. Um, And then back in the boys debrief, he uh, Jordan is also saying that he had to like literally put up a pillow wall between the two of them so that they did not go all the way. And that girl is horny. Yeah. (laughs) There's a whole new meaning to moaning Myrtle, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Stop! Chamber nope. of secrets. Stop. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> and before the girls' full debrief as well, Vac, Vac, because I, I, I forget how to say her name the second I start to say it. So Vac warns Phoebe H to be considerate of other people's feelings. Yeah. Like, what she, what she said was, uh, she said it perfectly. She said, mm-hmm. "It's good to be happy, but it's also good to be considerate of other people's feelings." Yeah. I like both of them every time, more every time I see them on camera. So do I. Don't In very different ways. Yeah. (laughs) Don't be confused because we make fun of Phoebe H's voice. We do like her a lot. And how stupid she is. (laughs) I didn't say that. But I like her. It's like charming. Yeah. And Jordan is not the most intelligent, but is charming. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have that in common. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but we do like, uh, we do like Phoebe H, even though I feel like we do kind of rag on her a little bit, Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of a rite of passage because every time there's a new Islander, we kind of make fun of them a little bit until they make their way. Yeah. Like Maddie. Into our heart. She's on Mount Rushmore. What? Of this season. Yeah. Love her so much. <laughs> um, so then in the girls debrief, um, Phoebe H cannot read the room and right away is just gushing about how giddy she is to be in a couple with Jordan and mm-hmm. about their cuddling. And she says, it's kind of confusing because she says out of respect 
they came up with a code word. Um, Which kind of defeats the purpose if you tell the person yeah, about it. I think, I don't know, like maybe out of respect for each other, they came up with a consent word. Well, but that's not what she's saying to them. <laughs> I think Jordan, I uh-huh. think in Jordan's mind, he's like, okay, I do want to kiss you, but I don't want to like rub it in Stella's face. Mm-hmm. So when I feel like the coast is clear, oh. we say peaches and we kiss. I think that's the point of the code word. I don't think <laughs> Phoebe understood that because she told the code word to the one person the code word was like yeah. hiding from. Yeah. Maybe that's what they meant by safe word. Like, oh, it is yeah. safe yes. to do something. Yes. That's what they mean. Okay. That makes more sense. But, but um, to be fair, Phoebe didn't get it either. And she was involved. <laughs> Because yeah, I was literally, I was like, Phoebe's stupid though. Yeah, well, she is. You're not. <laughs> she is. But when she, this was happening, it's like, wh- I was like, what? What are you doing? Why? 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 Why are you doing this? Oh my god! <laughs> this is the person that you're hiding it from. Yeah. And now you're telling her that there's a code word, and Jordan was like pissed. You could tell, but like, you know, yeah. But to and, be fair, it's bullshit. But I yeah, don't know. and Stella kind of stands up for herself and gives. And really had to explain why this is insulting to Phoebe. Yeah. And, you know, Stella says, you know, I don't I don't hold a grudge. And then Phoebe H. God, she does not. She either doesn't hear herself or she doesn't understand what she's saying. Because she's like, oh, you're so strong. If I was you, I'd just be crying my eyes out mm-hmm. all the time. And it's She like, doesn't get words. That is and not- how they affect other people, I think. <laughs> that is not a nice thing to say. It's not a nice thing to say. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then the boys are chatting to Ben um, to get to know him a little bit. And he's kind of saying that um, he thinks him and Stella's humor is the same. And they really he really like likes her so far. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, we thought could have been the case yeah well and but he was also like uh you know i'm just trying to take it at her own pace yeah and i was like no no go 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 like, <laughs> don't faster yeah don't um and then tack is talking oh my god i've never been more mad in this show than this right is now. so annoying and like i know that we have favorites i am not like blind to like their Flaws. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, it's Tack and Maddie, right? We both love Tack and Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like when people come for them. But, we're yeah, exactly. I think we try to be impartial with them. Oh, but- I don't. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I, I do. do. I do. I do. <laughs> so Tack is talking about how he's had a tough run of it, and now his eyes are on Stella. Um, and they always, they always kind of have been, but out of respect, mm-hmm. he's been like, you know. And he says he wants to put her first because that's what she wants. She wants someone to put her first. Mm-hmm. Mitch. Interrupts. Has the absolute audacity. He has nothing but the audacity. And he's like, oh, well, it doesn't sound like putting her first if you stood back while she was with Jordan. I mean, that's actually exactly what it is exactly what it is that was because he didn't make it about himself right which i know is like kind of a hard like situation for him to comprehend as as mitch but that is literally exactly what putting someone first is and it's obvious that like mitch has whatever this grudge is against tack mitch does not like tack no he doesn't but also to be fair like 
some of the other boys have shown like from what they've from what the boys have talked about what their issue with tack is it seems like it's not just mitch that feels that way right like other boys have said it but mitch is the only one who decides to be outright rude when he's just trying to talk Mm -hmm. and like make a problem where there isn't one yeah the other boys while it seems like they have their annoyances with tack they're not like trying to be like an asshole to him yeah i don't think they dislike him they're just like okay he's not part of boys talk they don't like the way he yeah they don't like the fact that he seems to not have the same loyalty for the boys that Mm -hmm. they want him to have right he's just closer with people who are girls as well (laughs) right yeah yeah which again, like we said, God forbid, but um, yeah, Mitch is, he just like completely changes the tone of the talk with everything because he's so fucking like snivelly and rude about mm-hmm. it. Big uh, freaking Malfoy energy there. <laughs> is it because I said snivelly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now his father will hear about yes. this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Tack is just kind of like, can I just like finish what I'm saying? Because yeah, he interrupts He's him. Like, yeah, whatever. And, like yeah. looks around, like looks away, like what a piece Such, of such. And he almost is like looking around, like he's expecting somebody else to like chime in with him. Mm-hmm. Nobody does, because it's like, why are you? Yeah, like, why the fuck energy? are you acting like this? And like, why do you care about Stella all of a sudden? No, he just wants to make a problem. Like he yeah. has issue. He is just taking issue with Tack where mm-hmm. he can. Yeah, yeah, picking at everything. <laughs> And in this chat as well, Austin kind of takes his turn and talks about how his head is scrambled after his chat with Claudia um, about the outside world. And he is just kind of saying, like, you know, if there's no trust, like, this won't work. Right. And he kind of he kind of says that a lot over the next episode or so. Um, And then Ben gets a text that he gets to take another girl on a date and he chooses Maddie. Mm-hmm. Love any camera time for Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, I do. And um, she's really good at being respectful mm-hmm. and being fun. She's a, she's a good dance partner. Yeah. You know I what know I mean? exactly what you mean. Where she's like, okay, you know, we're on this date. We're still going to have fun. It's still going to be a little flirty, but, like, I am clearly not into you. Her boundaries are so clear. Like, that's mm-hmm. that HR background. It's got to be. HR. Absolutely. <laughs> they go to this little, like, cobblestone square which is very cute. Mm-hmm. And Ben starts with a terrible pickup line. Like, like <laughs> grammatically doesn't even make sense. <laughs> he stumbles through it. It doesn't make sense. He thinks he nails it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, he says in a talking head that he's comfortable chatting with Maddie. He feels maybe there's something more there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of cut away to Stella and Jordan having this chat that we knew was coming because there was a lot of animosity building on Stella's side and Stella doesn't let that simmer. She has to go talk it out and get it out of her. And good for her. Which I appreciate so much about her. I know. Um, She, and she kind of starts with something that I take issue with and she starts with, you know, saying that, you know, she's been very, patient about going however slow jordan needed to go and it's true that she did that but like i'm just getting a little bit sick of her like wearing that as a badge of honor yeah it's a little 
at that point, it's like I didn't pre- I didn't pressure you into having sex with me, and you still haven't had sex with me yet. I know it's not what it is, yeah, but like it's not that's sex. But I, I know, I know that's not it. But that's right? like well, I'm saying it's the same vibes. I totally get what you mean because like the second you say that, you kind of like show your hand and like you can tell like you're suffering through it and not mm-hmm. like actually just okay with the fact that someone is. Well, she said it multiple times, so yeah. at this point, it's like. Well, you are just holding this against me now, so it doesn't right. seem like you were that okay with it. Right? Yeah, it was never about being okay with it. It was like, well, if I, you know, if I suffered through, I get what I want. Which is like, I feel like we know Stella enough to know like that's not what she means, but that is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, and she tells him that she found out about their little code word to initiate sexual things. And he's like, well, that isn't what it is. He's like, that's not but it is. what it meant. Maybe that's not what it meant, but that's what it is now, right? right? Yeah. That's it, what it immediately became because Phoebe H. didn't understand. Because mm-hmm. now that you say that, I think you're right. I think that was kind of his thing. He, he she, was trying to be respectful to her. Yeah. And she just did not, Phoebe <laughs> did not understand. Yeah, because I don't think Phoebe H. was trying to be disrespectful. I think she's just a, and she a didn't even ignorant. realize that, <laughs> she didn't even realize that someone would take it disrespectfully. <laughs> Which good on her, you know? Stunning. Um, so she feels bad about the whole peaches thing. And Jordan gets a little defensive and says, you know, like you can tell he's on the defensive in this, this situation, which unfortunately yeah. he needs to be. Because as you said, like he just was like his looking out for her feelings put him in this position. Right. And, you know, she's like, I have everyone coming up to me and, like, talking to me about this Peaches thing. And he's like, well, that's out of my control. And, like, you can see him, like, getting bristled by it. And, like, Mm -hmm. I understand what he means. It is out of his control. He didn't go around talking about it. But, like, at this point, all you can kind of do is just try to see where Stella's coming from and how it's making her feel. And he should just say, like, I'm sorry that I wasn't as like transparent as I needed to be right like and I was trying to look out for you and I can see at this point that I did exactly the opposite right so Stella asks Jordan in this chat why when they were coupled up the first night he said no to cuddling with her out of respect for Claudia which to be honest was probably Claudia was probably already cuddling up with Austin so I don't know that she would have taken it as disrespect but this was before Austin well, this is what she said, like, out of respect for Claudia. She's oh, like, Why yeah. Did Claudia you not- would have already. Yeah. 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 Um, but last night you cuddled up with Phoebe H and did whatever you wanted right away. And he says, basically, he's like, oh, well, it was a few days brewing with me and Phoebe H where it was like my first night, like, right. really with you at all because, like, we weren't on that level. Um, and again, I feel bad that he needs to be on the defensive here. But again, but he put himself in the situation. He did. It's just the thing is, like. It's so clear, especially through the rest of the week, that it's, like, it's very sexual forward in their relationship. Very. Um, And it was not like that at all with their, but, like, it kind of makes me think, like, I don't know, they're both just kind of, like, spacey enough to where, like, that could just be their relationship and they could be happy forever. Maybe. But in my I... experience, mm-hmm. like, I've been in a relationship like that where it's very, it's just, like, the the chemistry is insane mm-hmm. and then after you know a little bit that you know you realize like oh there's nothing here except for that yeah so i wonder maybe if that's gonna happen because jordan is a deep boy as we know but i very much wonder that because obviously he has that with phoebe h and it was immediate mm-hmm. um 
And we keep, I keep saying like when Casa happens, but at this point, I don't know if it's going to happen because this, we're going, we're going to be going into our fifth week now. It was supposed to be four weeks and now it's six weeks. Maybe it'll do eight weeks. I don't, to be fair, I don't know if it's going to be, well, they said that at the beginning, right? Six six weeks. weeks. Yep. So I struggle to think that there will be a Casa more because they're going to do what Casa more for one week and then immediately we're in our final week. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, part of me is thinking like, should something like Casa happen where there are more girls who are going to be a lot more forward about getting to know Jordan? Like if he finds someone who he has both the sexual with and then also the potential for something deeper, I don't know that that what he has with Phoebe H is all that strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it stinks that it took Phoebe H coming in for it to make it more like obvious to him that him and Stella's thing was not going to work out. Yeah. So like we could see it. Why can't he? <laughs> I think he probably could. He just like didn't want to, cause he's like, what am I going to do? Break it off now? And then we'll be in a friendship couple. Like maybe I'll well, keep I giving do it think a chance. He was, yeah. He was definitely giving it a chance. Yeah. I think that's what it was, but I think, yeah. he, I think he knew. You know yeah, I mean? he's like it's just not there. Yeah, and they uh, they end the talk on a good note because Stella always does, and it's the same with Jordan. They're very similar in that way, is that they're not gonna hold any grudge about this kind of thing. And Jordan right. says, you know, he gets it. He's been there, and he has. He's had to watch Claudia move on really quickly with somebody else, mm-hmm. so he knows how it feels. The only thing is, he just needed to be. He needed to be more communicative with Stella that he understands where she's coming from because he's been there. Yeah. And not just get so defensive right away. Yeah, I agree. I think 100% I, I have been accused of being a, a Jordan apologist. <laughs> uh, I, I 100% he's in the wrong here. But also it's not like the, the worst. He's not. It was only because of lack of nuts and maybe like too being too considerate. It was never malicious. It was never no. like, um, you know, I don't think any. I'm not upset with either of them. Yeah. Well, I I'm wish... a little disappointed in Jordan. Yeah. But not like in a way that I can't get over. I'm already over it. You know I mean? <laughs> like, but like Jordan you know, he was glasses. in the wrong. He was in the wrong. And I guess he deserved a little bit of the 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 licking that he got. Yeah. He needed to be held accountable for it. And he's he is accepting of being accountable for it. So And I also think he's relieved that again Stella had to break up with herself. Because <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. And so, yeah, know, they'll be they'll both be happier going forward, hopefully. Yeah. And then uh, we go back to the date and Maddie is asking Ben about his last relationship and why it ended. And I love Maddie for just like she just gives, yeah. <laughs> the way you wear Jordan colored glasses. I'm like Maddie. No, I love it. She just like cuts to the like she's on this date. Mm-hmm. So she's going to attempt to get to know him. Yeah. Right. And she's not even just though gonna... she knows. Yeah. It's not there. But like why yeah. I don't know if she knows right away. This I is think she first... knows right away. I think she knows immediately. <laughs> um well then I didn't I didn't even like I was watching this and I was sending gifts to you and I sent one because I was just like I just want like Maddie is giving me nothing on her face. It took oh, me until gave... after the date for me to know like, oh, she wasn't feeling this. Oh no, I knew immediately. <laughs> I knew immediately. But Again, like I said, she's a good dance partner. She still wants you to have a good time. Yeah. She still wants to be flirty because being flirty is fun, and that's kind of what you're looking for. But to but, be fair, Maddie has kind of like a good 
poker face, I guess. Like, we haven't seen what Maddie looks like when she is really into someone. We've never seen her get giddy about somebody. So as I was watching it, I'm like, will I know if I see it? And, like, obviously, like, a little bit into the date, I'm like, she's definitely not giddy about him. That's for sure. I was like, but is she taking him seriously? Because she is so kind of, like, buttoned up. Like, we saw her, like, kind of let her walls down for two seconds with tack, and then immediately she sucked the tears back up, and it's like it didn't happen. So, uh, but Ben says, in regards to his last relationship, he says he broke her heart. She wanted to move forward, and he wasn't ready. Um, And he says again that he wants to find the love of his life on Love Island. And I wrote, as I was watching it, I was like, I cannot tell how maddie feels she's so like analytical Mm -hmm. and i see her like calculating in her head how she like how she feels but like not like emotionally i can't read it but i knew immediately at the end of the date when uh they hug because as they're hugging and they're pulling away her head is still turned the other way yeah there's no chance of like as they're coming out of the hug like a little kiss mm-hmm. no chance her head is completely turned away uh so i was like oh okay yeah. i see you maddie <laughs> no yeah i don't i i got the vibe right away that she wasn't feeling it but that's also because maybe that was just a little like presupposition because i could tell he is not the type of man that she's into i don't know what she's into i think I she's don't. into an adult well, yeah, but, like, I don't... And we haven't really seen that yet. But besides that first absurd pickup line, I wasn't convinced that he wasn't an adult. Because remember, our first thing we said about him before, we were like, oh, he seems, like, mature. And, like, yeah. I think, given a little bit more time, I don't think he's that mature. Right. But besides that pickup line, I didn't really know... I think he... God. I hate to keep bringing it back to this, but uh-huh. I feel like he knows what mature looks like and really wants to be mature. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's masking. One could say. <laughs> <laughs> One could say. <laughs> so we, before Maddie and Ben get back, we're, we're watching the Islanders. And I had to say here, because I have never seen the Islanders in any season use the pool more than I see them using it in this season. It's like three people in there at all times. they're always in it and like as a person who brendan you know this about me i love a good swimmy it's my favorite thing to do she will <laughs> when she knows swimmies is like on the table nothing else will stand and her husband is someone who like notoriously kind of not necessarily dilly dallies but you know he gets distracted <laughs> you know so it's like it's hard to get out the door sometimes uh-huh uh, and when swimmies are on the tables, that will not stand. And also, he does not feel the same about swimmies, which is very you know, most people for don't. me. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. Most people don't feel the way The people you in feel. the villa get it. I would be yeah. in that bitch all the time. But I was very excited to see people utilizing the pool because most of the time you see them like laying out near it. Sometimes you see them sitting on the edge with their feet in the pool. But like in this season, they are always in the pool and they're playing in the pool they're, they're having floaties fun and one point they were playing marco polo and one of the yeah dude, yeah i love time. it i'm i was really happy to see it but what i was not so happy to see is what was happening outside of the pool and that was the girls asking al if he would suck toes mm-hmm. and phoebe h phoebe h says he looks like someone who would i wrote that down because i was like <laughs> i love 
<laughs> and, but he said that he would suck Jess's toes, and he said he would clean her toenails <laughs> with his teeth. And I knew that was going to get to you. Ugh. I hate feet. <laughs> Literally, my my, I'm retracting my toes. <laughs> And tucking under a He's blanket as we talk. hiding his toes. <laughs> I hate feet so much. Yeah. I think it's so funny that Phoebe says he looks like somebody who likes sucking toes. That's like uh, the funniest insult slash not insult <laughs> ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know she didn't like mean to insult him. Yeah. But, and I will say, this is not the last uh, talk about Al and feet that we get. In these episodes. I think he actually does like feet. Uh, he must. Why else does he keep coming And just up? admit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, Maddie and Ben get back from their date. And can I just say, so, yeah. <laughs> Ben was wearing shorts and a Hawaiian shirt, and he had his mic pack on the outside of his shirt, okay. and so it kind of looked like just like a dad wearing cargo shirts with like, <laughs> a cargo shorts with his shirt tucked in, and it looked like... He had like his cell phone on his belt. <laughs> like, it just made me laugh because he, he he looks and acts like a total like dad. Do you remember what Maddie was wearing? Something hot, probably. She looked so ridiculously good. Like her body is insane. She mm-hmm. was wearing like this green dress, and I was like, "There's nobody in that villa like Maddie." No, <laughs> she is the um, Jackie O of that villa. <laughs> Cut to what I said when she was. Cut to her screaming in the. No, I'm kidding. In the the back of a Lincoln. (laughs) Don't say that. We'll see if I cut that one up. No, but I remember exactly when we first saw her. Both of us were like, she. I don't know what happened. I do know what happened. I got to know her personality. But now she's like gorgeous. She is. The most beautiful girl in that villa. And at first we were like, Mm-mm, she's not it. And then now she's just like it. classy <laughs> and like smart. She's the smartest person in the whole villa. She's like the most emotionally. I mean, you know, she has her own issues. She has her own uh-huh. hangups. But like, you know, she she's really good at expressing distaste and <laughs> and, and uh, like uh, anger at people without being, you know, emotional about it. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I look at her and I was like, why did I ever think you were not I think that beautiful? every single time. Because <laughs> you are gorgeous. She is. Her, uh, the eyelashes are still a little bit much. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe H, hers are even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how these girls keep their eyes open. <laughs> um, but anyways, so Natty's telling the girls a little bit about the date. She says the date was good. They didn't kiss. Um, and it wasn't the vibe for the date, like the possibility of kissing but she does say that he wanted to hold hands a lot yeah which he seems like the type of guy who'd be like <laughs> i think he was just oh yeah what he could get we're holding hands. <laughs> yeah because they entered the villa holding hands but then maddie dropped it before they. can i like, tell you this you could have made out with her she would have done it you know what i mean <laughs> It's not that. I don't like, know if she would have. Like I think said, she would have. Her head was complete. Her, she did not even give him the opportunity to do a little kiss out of the hug that they were doing. But that's different than like, here's a jokey little flirty thing about how we should make out right now. And yeah, she'll do, you know, she, she'll do it. She does seem to like to kiss boys. Yeah. But who doesn't? 
Yeah. Give me a cute boy to kiss. <laughs> you kiss my husband all the time. I do. <laughs> um, and Ben's talking to the boys and he's saying that he really likes Maddie's like classiness. Mm-hmm. And he does say that his weather pickup line worked. He's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you don't know the weather one? <laughs> And Callum's like, no. He also, I don't know if you heard it, but he says, he says, I'm a bit of a cute bi- a cute guy, to be honest, bro. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> He's so, his euphemist, like, you know, just his, his, uh, his way of talking. The mm-hmm. things that he decides to say. Yeah. So good. Well, the way he's, like, so awkward and goofy, like, I mean, I think we were on the right track with how, mm-hmm. like, the... With him and Stella. Apparently, we can't even we can't even mention how we thought because <laughs> spoiler alert: she didn't even give him the fucking time of day. All right, oh my God. didn't even look at him like that. I'm sorry, it just didn't happen. Yeah. And Maddie confirms to the girls she isn't vibing with Ben in that way. There isn't any sexual attraction. Between it was them. really funny too because they're like friends, and she's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> Like not it's even like, well, like, we live in the same place. Yeah, it's so. like I'm gonna be nice to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see poor Tack mm. feeling very alone and very mm-hmm. upset, and you can tell it's just been like building up in him, and he feels very on the outside, and he just like kind of goes away to get some space, but he's just like it's just really like kind having of, a moment. Yeah, and. Callum comes up to chat with him and my feelings about that at first was I felt very protective over Tack Mm -hmm. because (laughs) Callum has well I mean first of all Callum and Mitch are a two-headed monster yeah and Mitch has been very vocal about his issues with Tack and in boys chats Callum has definitely agreed Mm mm-hmm but I wanted to believe because him and Tack came in together, they seemed close at first. I wanted to believe that Callum was going up there to talk to him and like actually like be his friend. Um, but I was like very uncertain. And mm-hmm. at first I was like, I don't like the way he's talking to him. He's like, what's wrong? And Tack's kind of like, you know, I just, like, feel like I'm very alone and I'm mm-hmm. not a part of the group and everything. And Callum's like, why do you feel that way? It's, like, very flat and, like, not yeah. caring. And Tack is just answering. He's just, like, being honest about how he feels, mm-hmm. which, like, good for you, Tack. Love that for you. And I do think eventually Callum kind of comes out of it. But, like, I really was not certain he was going to. <sighs> This episode and the next couple of episodes, I like Callum again. I know. Can I just say this? Okay. I think Callum would be the best dude. First of all, you can tell when you're talking to him, he's listening. Yeah. Like, he's like he's got a beautiful smile. Oh like, my God. he's calm. When he's calm, he's like, I yeah, I totally get why you were fanny fluttering over him. But, like, I think he would be the best guy in the world if... He can just jerk off before every interaction. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Because when Cum Goblin is driving Callum, he's a nightmare. (laughs) But when it's not, he's like really attentive. He's really in tune with how you're feeling. He's very honest. He's very honest. He's very open. God, he's but like when Cum Goblin's up here, man, pulling levers. That 
as well as him and and it's not Mitch's fault. Mitch is not the one who makes Callum who he is, but when the two of them are scheming or mm-hmm. like feeding off of each other, it's unbearable. But like, the two of them are not the same person. No, of course not. Where I I genuinely think Callum is capable of feeling bad for what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mitch is. I don't think Mitch cares about anyone else. No, I I agree. I think Mitch is a fucking idiot. I'm so sorry, Mitch. I fucking hate you. Um, But I just don't want it to be like, I'm not blaming Mitch for Callum's actions. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Callum is his man. own nightmare yeah. at certain times. And he would probably be a nightmare in those situations no matter what. But it's just, I just feel like it's made, they make each other so much worse. Mm-hmm. Like so much worse. But I agree, it's so hard to stay mad at Callum. I was so annoyed with him about the fucking game and the way he acted about the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cum goblin, though. But it's so hard because, like, with Callum, even through, like, you see actual growth. There is growth that we are seeing from him. Absolutely. And like I I noticed it here because he's like, you're right. He I I I don't see I didn't see like the beginning of that the way you saw it. Mm -hmm. I just that was to me where he's like, open up, open up, and I'm like I'm being aggressive because I want you to open up, not like I don't care. You know what I mean? It's I didn't feel like he didn't care either. It was just like I felt like he was holding on to like a little bit of his issues with Tack at the beginning. I, I don't think that's what it was. I think he just he needed Tack to start crying to fully understand. Tack was already crying. He was crying before Callum came up there. But I I think he needed to like really like see him like yeah. go through it to realize like because sometimes you like when another man is vulnerable in front of mm-hmm. a man, it's like hard to like meet them on that level. Yeah, and. But it's also, like, the easiest thing in the world past a certain point for some guys. You know right. what I mean? Well, I think, and I think it just need to go past that point for him to realize, like, okay, he's really going through it. I'm going to literally give him physical affection right now. Yeah, and, like, I don't – yeah, I think that's true. I don't think he knew at first what Tack needed from him yeah. when he was feeling that way. Mm-hmm. But I agree. It is nice because he – Tack is, like, letting him in about how he's feeling – and Callum is like, Callum comes over, he sits with him, he puts his arm around him, he's like, you know, you're going to be involved, like, we're going to get through it. He's like, I'm going to be here for you. And he just comes, he's right back in my heart again. I know. <laughs> Last episode, I noticed it more and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So Tack and Vac chat right after that. And I, I mean... I'm a little bit, like, annoyed about it because it feels like Callum went and told Vac, like, oh, Tack yeah. is upset that he didn't get chosen by you, which obviously there's a lot to what Tack is I, Yeah, I think that like was probably feeling. a facet of it, but that's not what it was. No, and I mean, like, obviously that's got to be a part of it. Like, Tack has been not chosen by people over and over and over again, which is, I mean, it is what it is. I want to say it's not fair, but it's not about being fair, right? Right. Um, but it's, I'm sure he feels the animosity from the guys. And it's yeah. just like, well, fuck I'm closer to the girls, so the guys hate me. And I'm closer to the girls, so the girls don't find me manly, which well, is like... just like they don't see me as anything but a friend because I'm being right. their confidant, and that's how they're seeing me. And I'm me short, now. so that fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like a lot of things that... I think that was probably the straw yeah. that broke the camel's back and not the back. Yeah. And so... Uh, Vac chats to him about why she chose Callum because she's like, oh, I feel like you're upset with me. 
um, and that you feel bad for not being chosen. And um, I mean, we'll talk about this more later. I think this is one of the reasons that things don't go between Tack and Vac is this mm-hmm. chat to me. Um, she's saying like, oh, I'm still open to getting to know you. And even if I chose you, I would still be getting to know Callum. Right. Um, but she she doesn't really continue to get to know Tack. Like, yeah. she just doesn't. And she also said, you're not a second choice, but, like, you're literally a second choice. Yeah, like... And it's, like, I 100%, like, she's saying the right things, and I mm-hmm. believe her. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's it's a hard situation. You know, they're, like you said, it's not about being fair. It just sucks for him. And mm-hmm. I think he just needs... And that's fine. Like, he's allowed to feel the way Yeah, he I don't think he needs to be coddled by her and, like... Explain. I think that's a little exacerbating the point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that people feel like they need to. Because I don't feel like he needs to be. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, and then Claudia and Austin chat. And mm-hmm. this is about the issue from the night before where she was taking issue with the fact that she foresees in their life outside the villa there being some problems with her being able to accept the attention he may get Mm -hmm. um and he says that it's been really bothering him like with her trust issues and claudia just kind of does the thing that claudia does initially no matter what which is she just kind of digs her heels in on who she says she is and she's like well i just don't trust boys like i just don't and that's just what it is and her trust issues are big for her, and she says reassurance just might not be enough, and that's just how my brain works. And okay, like, but let's try to rewire that brain. Let's try yeah, to grow together. Because, like, what else is Austin supposed to do besides reassure her, which he is so, so more than willing to do? And does. And does. Um, and then, I mean, in, in, even she say that. She's like, reassurance just might not be enough. But then she was talking to... Phoebe or someone like a little bit later and she's like he hasn't shown me that he wants me enough and I was like how have you not yeah it's just it's demonstrably false it is but like and it's like that now you're getting mad that he's like I don't know if I can handle this yeah and and then she says like kind of in a dismissive like a like a a dig at Austin kind of way she's like maybe I'm just too complicated for you which which is like bullshit maybe you're just a psychopath I think yeah, he says if there's no light at the end of the town of the tunnel with like this issue, like it won't work. Right. And yeah, it's not complicated to not be willing to work on yourself for the uh, the person that you apparently are so into. It just makes you look bullheaded and stupid. Yeah, and that's, that's not complicated. And he's not asking you to fix yourself right now. He's literally asking you to say, just try. I'm willing to try to to change who I am because you're worth it. Just and not even change try. who I am, just like, because I, again, I don't love the idea of, like, trying to change someone that you love them, because that doesn't really mean, like, you love them, but, like, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily changing who you are. Right. That's just, like, trusting your your husband, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> You're talking to me. <laughs> I, no, I'm not talking to you. Um, so I, then- if, if You are the, the shining example of the opposite of what I'm saying. <laughs> You don't think I changed Josh? No, you definitely changed Josh, but you're not, like, (laughs) attempting to change Josh. Then uh, Claudia goes to chat to Phoebe, and she's just, like, bitching to Phoebe about how he had the nerve to say if they don't have trust, then they should just end it. 
because he's tr- kind of saying that like if you don't trust me this won't work like trust is like the cornerstone of a relationship and mm-hmm. there's nothing without it so like are we just prolonging something that's going to hurt later if you're telling me mm-hmm. you are never going to trust me um and she cries and she says you know i really like him but apparently not enough to just try um right. to just try to give him a fair shake because he's not the people who have hurt you in the past and i really do like i understand that claudia has been hurt and that it's really damaged her you yeah. know what i mean yeah 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 but she's just not even willing to try to do anything differently and this is when she says he isn't doing enough to reassure her but like what is she doing for him she isn't reassuring him in the slightest that she's doing the opposite exactly and then in her talking head that ends this episode kind of is just her saying that she's starting to think that austin needs someone who's more secure in themselves because she just isn't which is yeah true and then uh austin kind of goes on a brooding meandering walk throughout the villa Mm -hmm. and he walks through like the little sunroom to go to like the bathroom to cry or something Mm -hmm. And everyone's sitting around, just kind of laying down, except for Ben, who's just, like, moving weird. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice. He, is he doing that? He's just, like, doing weird stuff with his arms. <laughs> I guess one, one could call it stimming. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll cut all of this out. <laughs> um, and that ends episode uh, 14. And then into 15, we open again with a replay of that argument that we just talked about and mm-hmm. um and phoebe chatting with austin um where he's just kind of breaking down the argument to her a little bit and then just explaining to her that he's gonna just give claudia some space but that all he wants from her is for her to say she's willing to try he doesn't want to not be with claudia but what choice does he have if she's telling him i this is the way I am, and there's no trust because I cannot trust. Right. Well, they're having that talk. Tack is having a talk with Claudia as well where she's kind of doing the same thing. And Tack asks her, like, have you reassured him? To which she says, I've told him that I have trust issues. That's not the same thing. That's the opposite. Again, <laughs> how many times do we have to say that? It is the opposite of what you're saying. But I'm, I appreciate the fact that Tack is like, he is like he's a friend to Claudia and he's being a friend to Claudia while also like telling her like, well, have you reassured him in any way? Which Right. He's again, also a person like I know that you're fucked up and you might you might see him as this like perfect person. Yeah, which who, she very much does. And which, again, I think comes from a, a more of a place of insecurity in yourself. Mm-hmm. When you see someone who is more comfortable with yourself, sometimes that's kind of all it does is put a mirror up to you. Mm-hmm. But again, he is a human being who has feelings that you have destroyed. You know yeah. what I mean? At this point. Yeah. And she says to Tack that Austin is naive for not being cheated on or having never cheated. Let's Can phrase I... that a little different. Yeah, I don't think. Let's work on the phrasing. Here. I don't think that's fair. And uh, Tack tells her that she needs to talk to him more about her past and she needs to treat or to teach him how to treat her better by explaining 
what about the hurt that she's had in the past and how it's changed her. Which, and I don't know. I'm just annoyed. I understand what he's saying, but I'm just annoyed. Treat her better. He's doing whatever he can. Well, but here's the thing. That doing that thing that he said yeah. is also reassuring him. I agree. To be vulnerable and say, like, this is how I'm hurting and this is why I feel the way. Yeah. That is, I think, more reassuring than anything. I agree. Especially for someone like Austin. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, and I think Tech knows that. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, you know. And I think he phrased it that way specifically. Because, yeah. like, my annoyance is with the way he phrased, like, treat you better. But I right. know, like, she needs to hear it that way. But it's also like, sometimes if you've been with, you know, someone who does have trauma. It you know it does take a certain way to 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 deal with someone mm-hmm. who is you know is having you know PTSD or trust issues because of that trauma. You know yeah. what I mean? So and it's obvious know. that whatever Claudia has been through has like definitely triggers her to this day. Right, and you know as much as I Austin is hundred percent in the right, but you know if, if you want to be in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. who does have trauma and, and issues processing that mm-hmm. you do have a responsibility to kind of meet them on their level and, and, I and agree. figure that out as long as they but, help you, know, you understand yeah. where the middle is. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. It's definitely give and take. And yeah. I, and again, I think tech knows that. And I think mm-hmm. he's, he is tailoring the advice for the person. Yeah. Remember when I told you that tech was the person I was most into and you're like, really? I know we didn't know him. We didn't know him yet. I always knew a little bit, didn't I? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so then we have Mitch telling the girls that he's planning a secret dinner for Phoebe and he's making chicken pisto pasta. <laughs> Which is our 15th dinner date of the in the villa. But to be fair, at least he's making dinner and not a platter. True. I appreciate that. Um, his first mistake is he has Callum helping him cook. I can't. I, I couldn't even laugh at the clearly goofy thing that was happening. Yeah. Just because it's like two of them doing goofy things, and it just made me mad. Like I couldn't even enjoy the antics. <laughs> you know what I mean? I so. Because they like dumped all the spinach everywhere twice. Why do they have spinach for pesto? I don't think he knows what pesto is. I think they just wanted something green because that's what they think pesto is. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. And they're like, they're cooking the noodles, which are penne noodles. Penne? I like penne. penne. <laughs> Some, I always get made fun of for the way I say it, and I never know. I think it's if, penne. But that's penne. Fine. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, to know that the noodle is done, you throw it at the wall. But like, you do that with with spaghetti. (laughs) This is not the kind of noodle that, and of course they throw it at the refrigerator and it falls right off. (laughs) And, um, while they're cooking the chicken pisto pasta, um, it's the girl's job. They need to stop giving these girls the job of keeping somebody occupied. Oh, my God. Because their job is to keep uh, Phoebe in the dressing room with them getting ready so that she doesn't wander down to Mitch and Callum cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. And they immediately let her leave the room. And then everyone's they, they like, all, wait a minute. Yeah, they literally, <laughs> it's like there's 10 girls in this 10 by 10 square foot. And they're, they're, all of a sudden they go, wait, where's Phoebe? And they're like, shit, we lo- how did you lose her? <laughs> Stand in front of the fucking door. And then they're like screaming for her. Get here right now. Like like, a dog. Where are you going? And she's like, I was just getting something to put my hair back. And Claudia's like, I'll give you something. And it's like, you guys are doing a 
terrible job. Absolutely awful. There are too many secret missions in this fucking... Yeah, and Jordan's job is to decorate the area. He just drops some pillows on a blanket, and he's done, and it looks cute and everything. He's proud of himself. Um, and He said he had... I don't know if he was joking or not, but he <laughs> said he had, joking. like, a degree in interior I think he's, design. I think he's joking. I, he might be joking, but that also wouldn't surprise me yeah. for Jordan. You know what I mean? He's a man of many talents. Yes, he is. Um... And then they're finishing up the dinner, and they. I looked at the plate as they were putting it together, and they cannot think that this is pesto. And I think it's Jordan who comes over and looks at it, and he's like, looks like a three-year-old made it. (laughs) They're like, somebody says, why does it look like that? (laughs) And then Jordan grabs Phoebe. He brings her to the little area where Mitch is waiting with dinner and Austin brings over the meal and she acts impressed at first, but then she says it tasted like a frozen meal. And I know exactly what one she's talking about even, and it looks exactly like that. <laughs> um, and then he says, oh, it tastes good because it was made with love. And they both like freeze and look at each other. And then he's like, it's made with like. And then she's like stop saying you love me mitchy boy and like no no one is buying it phoebes you have already begged him to be in love with you okay Mm -hmm. this like coy little like ooh, they're saying love around me like is it's absurd right it's absurd so stupid i kind of don't want to spend any more time on mitch (laughs) (laughs) um okay until until next episode like i don't know like (laughs) He literally just makes me mad. He's a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. He's very much a piece of shit. Um, So we get a, a fire pit game, which honestly, this is the only game we get this week. We mm-hmm. were like, oh, my God, there's a game every day. We don't get a game this week. No. There's this little fire pit game. It's dice. It's just dares. Um, And Ben is dared. It's not even a dare. It just it tells him to kiss the most intelligent islander. And he kisses Stella, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's not probably true. Maddie, but <laughs> not true. <laughs> but um, nice. And I'm really pissed off because Tack. Oh my god! I literally wrote <laughs> this. I was like, "Way to rub salt in the fucking wound." Tack has to make out with a tree. He literally was last night was crying <laughs> because he said, and I quote. It's like I'm in a room full of person, uh, people and I don't even exist. And then he had to fucking make out with a goddamn tree. And you know what? He does it like a champ. He does. He makes a joke of it. He, it's I know it's a goof. And it's fine. I know it's a goof. But, but what like, the come fuck on. is wrong with these producers making him make out with a tree after that? That's so fucked. Oh, my God. It's so not fair. Um, Stella has to choose to give a lap dance to her favorite islander. She chooses Ben. And then everybody starts kissing Ben. Everyone kisses Ben. Which is fine. Um, I I wrote. Uh-huh. I think I'm in love with Stella. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why the lap dance. It was before the lap dance. It was before Tack kisses the tree. Okay. Don't know what it's in reference to. <laughs> but I felt it. I felt it at the are time. Are you still feeling that? Um, le- less so. I love Stella. I still love her though. Yeah. I I love her. I don't know if I'm in love with her. You were. At some point. At some point during episode 15. <laughs> I don't know if she did something like fun or flirty or something. She's always kind of fun and flirty. Uh, but I don't know. I wrote that. That was my truth. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your truth. Yep. Um, so then we have um, Claudia and Austin chat again. Mm-hmm. Um, she's checking in to see how they're feeling after their last chat. and She Aust- starts with bad energy. Yep. Saying, 
But, you know, she started it. And mm-hmm. she knew she was going to. She knew where she was going to go with it. Yeah. So if she had to start it with bad energy, that's fine because she started it. If it made her feel more safe, at least growth we got is where growth. we were going. Yeah. She's like, what, were you just going to ignore me all day? Yeah. And kind of, yes, but, like, that again, that's just a bad way of framing it. He's mm-hmm. giving you your space. And Austin says he just feels sad and that he has the same concern that she just isn't going to trust him. Mm-hmm. And Claudia in this chat, we see growth. She does a much better job of explaining how she feels. She says Austin is just too good to be true. And she says that this whole issue is not been fair to him, which is, again, very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And basically, she just tells him that she trusts him and because he has given her no reason not to. And she is going to try. And that's all we needed from her from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I'm again, I'm not going to judge. Honestly, this whole situation, including the argument, kind of made me like her more like, well, yeah, as a person. It's nice to see that growth. Yeah. It's very I agree. I like claudia more it was annoying having to get there but i'm glad where we ended up Mm -hmm. love a little growth from claudia absolutely um and then at bedtime uh jess asks again about how al feels about feet while she's stepping on his back Mm -hmm. and he's like no (laughs) i don't and callum is saying he didn't realize how much layla meant to him before she left and Vac is a bit upset that he doesn't have his mind solely on her. And a part of me always in these situations wants to be like, well, what did she expect? But she probably didn't expect that Layla would get dumped. I mean. Right. Um, and then in the, in the morning, uh, Ben gets up right away to attempt to make a breakfast for Stella. He can't figure out the espresso machine, so he makes a little smoothie, a little instant coffee, some cookies and fruit. He makes that and puts it out there. And right away, Stella is like, oh, knowing that he made her breakfast, she's like, oh, I hope he didn't make eggs. I can't eat eggs. And then she gets down there and there's a smoothie and she's like, oh, I can't really because she doesn't she does not consume dairy. And she's like, oh, I can't really I don't really drink smoothies because I can't eat dairy mm-hmm. and then she sees the coffee and she's like oh it's and with all of this she has the asterisk to everything of like it's so it's the nicest thing ever but also i don't really drink coffee <laughs> like to Which everything did feel like a little bit of an allegory <laughs> you know what i mean like a little you know microcosm of the relationship he did make the best plate yet looking yeah. best looking plate yet. clean simple agreed. oh joe made the best looking charcuterie board i should have taken a picture yeah. So you're going to be like, look at Islanders. This is what a shark food <laughs> It was so good. <laughs> Meatballs snoring in the back. Um, but yeah. This she's... is kind of definitive. She is not into him. God, we're so wrong about everything. So she's saying that she's being treated the way she wants to be treated. But she does not feel the connection. Mm-hmm. And she feels bad. And I wrote, we fucking suck. We cannot get anything right. Um, and then we have like this weird, uh, very quick chat with Callum and Al. Al asks about how it's going with Vac and Callum says he isn't touchy feely at the moment because it's too soon and it would feel forced. And then Al gets a text. And do you, did you hear the weird little growl that happened? It was the weirdest sound I've ever heard. Up until that point? (laughs) 
and then immediately <laughs> eclipsed. It was so fucking weird. Okay. Um. So Al gets a text that him and Jess are going on a date, and I hate it. And I started to dissect why I feel that way. <laughs> yeah. I think my problem is that anything that centers around Al just feels so insincere because Al is a paid guest on this show. And so I'm like, you know, why didn't one of our stronger couples get a date that have been together longer than them? And why didn't they get to make the decision that they had to make? Yeah, the fact that they put the power that they do in their hands is solely because it's Al. And I'm just... I cannot tell you how much I hate Al being there. And I think I would hate it a little, even though Al is kind of insufferable, I would hate it a little bit less if he wasn't a paid guest on the show. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that just is a little bit more justified as we go. Um, so they, for their date, they go to this little beachside table on some rocks and they have champagne and, they open a bottle of champagne and he says to grip the girth. Mm-hmm. Grip the girth and twist. Yeah. Gross. Um, and Jess is just saying that she is smitten with Al and she's like, oh, I love that we roast each other. And she's like, oh, the more I roast you, the more I like you. And I haven't seen them roast each other. So I guess I'll just have to take her word for it. Um, and he tells her that he feels like their affection is very natural and he says that he can see them working on the outside and she just kind of mirrors that. And he says it's the best connection he's had with anyone. Gross. Meanwhile, in much lighter news, back at the villa, Stella is setting up a little woman's empowerment circle. Oh my gosh. So fun. It's so cute. And Callum is he has the worst FOMO ever. He's staring at them. He wants oh to be God. over there in that so circle. So bad. So badly. It's... And this is more when he starts creeping back into my heart at this moment. Like yeah. how badly he wants to be in this. He just wants to be liked <laughs> around people. Yeah. And uh, immediately Maddie and Vac are so into the idea. They love it. Mm-hmm. And so Stella is just like, I just want us to all get together and empower each other. And like, let's not talk at like, I want to have conversations that aren't just about these boys here. Like, I want to talk about us as women. And like, oh God, and what Stella. girl, what women do we look up to? And Stella says her mom. Mm-hmm. And Maddie says Rihanna. Yeah. Bad bitch energy. <laughs> As she says. She's so layered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Phoebe, brown all over her fucking nose, Phoebe H, <laughs> is like, well, you girls are the ones that inspire me. They all loved it. Well, of course they did. That was the point. But it just seems, even though Phoebe H then does cry about it, I did I not do- believe her. Hey, I don't think Phoebe H is capable of, like, massaging anyone's ego or like lying to make herself look better that is how she was feeling in the moment a hundred percent i think you need to accept that i don't think you're giving phoebe h enough credit i'm not saying she was doing it for nefarious reasons no i know but if you think that that she's not capable of lying to say something to make people feel better i don't think that's giving her enough credit as a human being uh okay that's (laughs) you don't agree uh no i agree I think I'm giving her the right amount of credit, though. Oh, my God. 
Okay, well, back at the date, um, Jess gets a text that says this isn't just a date, it's a business meeting. Oh, oh yeah. God, the worst fucking noises he makes. Oh, God, it's so good. It tells them that one person will be dumped and they have to choose what couple is least likely to fall in love. And that is how they'll know who is in the firing line. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also say that they must keep it a secret. And ev- if either one of them blab that it's them going home and my God, my fingers were crossed. I know the fact that they read that part. I was like, maybe one of them's going to go home. Yeah, there were a few times when I was like. Is that happening right now? It wasn't. Um, it spoiler wasn't. alert. Um, and Al is like, oh, I hate these types of things. Grinning ear to ear. Mm-hmm. So fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and right away, they start ruling out a few couples. Mitch and Phoebe, Austin and Claudia, Phoebe H and Jordan. So the so the leftovers are who they're considering. Um, so they're, it's Vac and Callum, Stella and Ben, Maddie and Tech are who they're trying to figure out is the least likely to fall in love and that they will therefore be putting in the firing line to mm-hmm. be dumped. Um, and I just absolutely fucking hate that they are the ones given this power. It makes me see red. <laughs> it makes me so angry. Um, and then we have Al and Jess come back and they're immediately kind of watching over these couples and the, the, wheels are starting to turn in their head ever Mm -hmm. slowly um and they chat to stella first and fucking al tells her because stella's like oh i kind of feel like an asshole for something al's like stella we are a vault we won't tell anyone anything Mm -hmm. and then tells proceeds later to tell everyone everything but well he doesn't like tell them and it's you know what he is technically correct. He didn't tell anyone, but it doesn't mean he will not uh, hold that against you and oh, use yeah. it as a weapon. And she's just telling them, you know, she she's like, Ben is doing all the right things so far, but I'm just, it's not connecting. And um, then Al in a talking head is like, oh, well, Stella and Ben are dead in the water. It's like, they've it's had- been 36 hours. Yeah. And then on the other side, they chat to Maddie, who and you know what I we don't need to say it again. We love Maddie, Maddie, but <laughs> we love but um they they ask her Al and Jess, who are now for the rest of this episode stapled to each other's side. Um, they're like, would you rather be coupled up with Ben or with Tack? And she says, Tack, one hundred percent. Like, we're comfortable together. We're friends. Like, it makes sense mm-hmm. that if I was going to stay coupled with somebody, it would be Tack. And Al's like, oh, do you think a spark would ever grow? She says, no. And it isn't like the no, I don't think so. Like, I don't think so. She's just like, no. That's, I cannot see that happening. And then, sorry, I'm so annoyed. Um, Val chats to the girls about how she wants to get Callum alone to do a little game to help Get him out of his head because she, I don't, and the thing is, I don't think Callum is that in his head. I just think there's a lot of distance between them, which he definitely feels a lot more now that Layla's not here. Yeah. Because Vac was just more of a game Mm -hmm. when Layla was here. And now he's partnered with her and he doesn't know know what to do with her. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. (laughs) Um, So, but she sees it as he is sad. He is not having as much fun as he was. So she wants to, like, put together a little game so that they can play and that they can have fun. Finally. 
a unique date idea in the villa. It's not even like that much different, but like it's just a little bit different. It still involves food. Mm -hmm. So she says that she's going to blindfold him and feed him foods. He has to guess what she's feeding him. But again, there is, of course, distractions that need to happen first, Mm -hmm. as there always is. And so she sets up Claudia and Austin to stage a fight um, in front of Callum. For what reason? I do not know. (laughs) In their heads, it's something to keep him occupied while she, like, gets the platter all together. Um, And they also do this in front of Al. And as I was watching this, because Claudia is honestly a great actress in this fight. So good. (laughs) And honestly, so was... For a second there, I was like, did they not tell Austin this I was happening? I was watching this with my husband the first time, and I was like, does Austin know? And I was like, they were both very good at acting. <laughs> to be fair, Austin just had to sit sit there and look shocked. Yeah, but, but he's, he's just like, where is this coming from? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, they're, they're, but they both did very good. They do this in front of Al as well, and I'm like, oh my God, Al is going <laughs> to choose one of, he's oh, going to no. choose this couple now, because he's going to see that they're on the rocks. Right. Um, but so <laughs> Claudia goes and she's like, why are you talking shit? And he's just like standing there looking shocked. And she says that like Mitch told her something. And then she tells him, oh, if you want to fuck Maddie, just do that. And then she just leaves and storms out. <laughs> yeah. Cause she's like, Mitch said that you said if you were on the outside, you would fuck Maddie. And of course, Callum was like <laughs> on defense. She's like, yeah, we'd all fuck Maddie. <laughs> fucking hot i know he's like we all want to bang maddie <laughs> like you know what good on you yeah. coming to your boy's defense like that. yeah of course you'd fuck maddie duh but uh as soon as uh callum leaves uh austin and mitch are telling al like oh no no it was all bullshit don't worry right, that was a joke um so then Callum Callum gets brought down to VAC by Phoebe and he instantly thinks he's in trouble. He's like, am I being grilled or what? Mm. And they're like, no, no, we're going to we're going to go play a game. We're doing a nice thing. (laughs) He's just like he has two women in front of him and he's already prepared to be in trouble, um, which is probably fair. Mm -hmm. And so VAC tells him a little bit about the game and they're playing and he's all giddy and he likes the game until he gets mayonnaise. (laughs) But before that, right when his talking head, when he realized he wasn't getting in trouble in the uh-huh. game, he said, I hadn't had a clue. Not a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I, I I had no clue. Not a Scooby-Doo, he says. He's amazing. Uh, and I, I hope that's not a real saying and that's just like a Callumism. <laughs> Callumism. But. And meanwhile, while this game is happening, Al and Jess are watching them play the game. From up, in, they're just like this whole episode. They're like up in the rafters, mm-hmm. just like watching yeah. everyone. It's so creepy, but they're watching them play and have fun. And they decide to kind of take them off the list. So now it's just down to Tack and Maddie and Ben and Stella. And I was like, "Whack! You should have kept them on the list. They, you should have picked them." Yeah, and but. through this whole thing, because they have Alan just have so many talking heads during this episode, just about their decisions and everything. And they are just loving the power of this. You can tell that they're like, this is a very serious thing that yeah. we have to take very seriously. They're sitting a little bit straighter. I know. And I was like, literally the way he's sitting and the way she's sitting straight, but uh-huh. next, still leaning on him. 
It's like they're like about to make a presidential address or something. It was so funny. And Jess is like, every time Al says something in the talking heads, Al is like gazing up at him and mm-hmm. she's like nodding whatever yeah. he says. And you're right. It, it does look, it looks very like. United front. We have to make yeah, this, exactly. this message clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. See, Layla, that's what it looks like to be on the same page with everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sorry, Layla. I do miss you. <laughs> Love you, babes. Um, and then it's nighttime. Mitch uh, gets a text for everyone to go to the fire pit. And then right after that, Claudia gets one for Jess and Al to stand in front of everyone. They have to read uh, the text from the date telling everyone kind of what the deal is. They Jess go, says the name of this podcast. She well, kind of. She came so close. I think we did a bad job picking the name of the podcast. <laughs> I think that's our fault. For weeks, we were just texting each other different ideas. Like just, it's not Friendship Island. It's not not Friendship Island. It's, it's not, not Friend, Friend Island. Island. No one says it the same. But none of them, none of them ever said it the way we said it. So that's True. on us. Um. So, so I, we haven't had a single. Uh, I thought you bite. said Holly said one. I think it might have been kind of close. Too. <laughs> um, so they Jess and Al kind of go through their reasonings for who is safe, and it comes down to Tack and Maddie and Stella and Ben, like I said. And Jess says when she kind of like breaks down the two couples and their reasoning, she's like, she knows that Maddie and Tack are just friends. She says that. Mm-hmm. And then she also says that Stella and Ben are new and just this day, which is really their first day together, they didn't spend a lot of time together. And then they choose Stella and Ben. And the amount of anger I had watching this, mm-hmm. the fact that Ben has been here for like 24 hours and is even allowed to be on the chopping block is I absurd. The same thing. It is so, so stupid. Al, for his first one, he was immune to the chance of being dumped for very obvious reasons. Again, Mm -hmm. a paid guest on the show. Mm -hmm. But it's so stupid. And I, I, again, as people who love Tack and Maddie, we are their biggest fans. It makes no sense for them to not get picked here. No, one of them should have gone home. And it's also very obvious Jess is very close with Tack. She just didn't want to choose her friend. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, because I think Tack probably would have went home. Ah! Sorry. Ooh, meatball. Sorry. I'm so annoyed about it. <laughs> it's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so now they have to go and choose amongst themselves which one is staying and which one is going, which has happened before on the show. Yeah. Um, and everyone at the fire pit after Stella and Ben step away to make the choice is like, it's pretty much just saying Stella's going to fall on her sword. Mm-hmm. She's going to go home. She's been here a long time. She'll be too nice, and she's going to go. And it's kind of unclear how the conversation goes. When I was watching it with my husband, he was like, no, she, like, talked her way into staying. That's what I thought, too. But it's just not super clear because it's hard to say because the yeah. only clip we really get was like of half them of a sentence is her saying, like, you know, I've been here and I made a lot of connections. That could have been her saying, like, I made a lot of connections and I really want to stay. Or it could have been her saying, I made a lot of connections and maybe that's all I get. I th- I think it was the former. It's hard because It felt she... weird to me. I love I love Stella and I mm-hmm. wanted her to stay. Me too. I, but, but I, I don't it, think it was fair over Ben. I thought, it f- yeah, I thought she should have went home. 
and it felt weird it felt like again taking advantage of someone for being nice because mm-hmm. the right thing to do it it, it it like it's breaking etiquette you know what mm-hmm. i mean like love island etiquette says you've gotten so many chances you have to go home now yeah well and if it was up to the audience if the audience had a say that might have been how it went mm-hmm. but um if it was up to the islanders that's how it would have went i think so yeah but it's hard because on the next episode, when we look back at this choice, Stella says, like, one of the first things we said when we sat down was, I said, you know, what do you, like, what should we do? And he says immediately, you should stay, I'm going. Which probably is true, but I'm sure. But it's hard But there's pushback. Just, you you yeah. have to be like, no. Well, and maybe that's what she was saying. It's so hard. It's hard to tell because you, like you said, you get I half think, of a sentence. I know. I really think she was like, I really think well, she I took Well, I think that's why that. they played the half that they did because you could see it either way. Yeah. Um, but either way, they come back and she, they say that Ben is leaving and rest in peace, Ben. We barely fucking knew you. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. And while I was watching this with Josh, I, every five seconds when it looked over at Attack and Maddie, from when they said that it was Stella and Ben up until Ben saying it's his choice. I was like, one of them is going to stand up and say something, right? Because yeah. this is so wrong that they're watching people who have the potential for romance because really they don't even know each other yet mm-hmm. have to ch- like figure out who goes home when they are so, so upfrontly it's been, platonic what, two weeks that they've been in a friendship relationship yeah and again half the time they've said like maddie will tell anyone who listens that they're platonic mm-hmm. so like for them to sit there while they have to figure out who leaves is just like it's brutal it's so unfair to me i was like they're gonna one of them is going to stand up right i thought maddie i thought maddie is gonna say something because mm-hmm. this isn't right that didn't happen um ben gets very emotional saying goodbye and i feel bad and stella is gonna feel bad too when she realizes she let her husband leave without her because now i'm doubling down Mm -hmm. and she's watching the father of her future children walk out (laughs) let's go walk out with him (laughs) and that's uh episode 15 and we're on to 16 so the first thing that happens again, we watch Ben leave again, and Stella takes some time by herself to cry. She just feels bad. He was crying. I'm sorry. He was crying too much. He cried he, a lot. He just got there. I was laughing at how much he was crying. I, will, I won't lie to you. So was Josh. But one thing we can never say of Ben is that he did not express his emotions. I will remember all of you. Stop. For the rest of my life. He made friends. He did. But Stella is upset because Ben saved her twice. Ben saved her between when he had to choose between mm-hmm. her and Layla, and he saved her now. And she's, I think all of those emotions are just getting to her. And um, she said that, you know, she's happy to still be there and find love. And I am like, sure you will, babe. I really hope so after all this. You better. My God. Don't fucking ignore Tack, though. You know what I mean? Like- <laughs> yeah, so Tack and Maddie chat first this episode. And Maddie is just saying, you know, as soon as it happened, I just knew I wasn't ready to go, which I guess answers my question about why she didn't stand up and say something because, you know, both of them very much felt like it was going to be them. And Tack mixes up some sayings here and says that he's going to put all his eggs on the table, which is not how it goes, right? 
I could be. What is it supposed to be on the table? Cards. Cards. But eggs has been like the thing this That's season. That's true. <laughs> so I think it was like a little cute thing. All of his eggs on the table. Yeah. Um, and he says he's not going to be scared anymore. And Maddie is like very, like being very supportive. And she's like, you know, I'm really proud of you. I see that you're really trying. And like, you're really just like getting up after you're pushed down again mm-hmm. and again and again and again. Yeah. Um, and then he in turn tells her. basically gives her a nuggie. Yeah. (laughs) Gives him a nuggie. Like. But he kind of tries to, you know, he's a friend to her right back. He tells her, like, don't close yourself off. Stop hitting in your own head. I think that took her by surprise a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean. Because it's obvious. I don't think she realizes how obvious it is. I think so, too. Um, and he, she brings up. It seems random at the time, but then it isn't that she feels like Callum really avoids her Mm -hmm. and Tack is like, oh, it seems much more like you avoid him. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, he is like a walking red flag. And then that walking red flag walks right by, (laughs) comes right over and sits down. And this Tack and Maddie chat becomes a Maddie and Callum chat, which we haven't seen since their first date. Because Tack was like, like Callum was going to sit down with the the two of them Mm -hmm. and then Tack gets up immediately. He's like, that's so funny because she was just saying how you guys never talk. So you guys should talk. And then dips. Wingman Tack. Yep. Um, so um, Maddie is telling uh, Callum that she's struggled to find a connection here and that, you know, she has struggled with the sexual side with Tack. And Callum really relates because he is also struggling um, at the same time with that with Vac. She then quizzes him on what the word resolution means, and he delivers. <laughs> He's like, okay. uh, and do you know what's so funny? <laughs> Most people would be insulted. <laughs> but he was just proud. Because he knew. He knew it. And he knows that stuff like that doesn't often happen. <laughs> where people ask him if he knows a word, and he knows it, but he knew it, so he was not insulted. He was proud. You know who probably wouldn't have known? Who? Mitch. I bet... I think Mitch is smarter than you think. Well, Callum said that he feels really smart around Mitch. But that's because Callum is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Mitch is probably pretty smart. I disagree. Um, but I'm going to hold firm on this. I think he's smart but cruel. But that's fine. You can. You yeah. can disagree with me. Um, and then Maddie says to him that, you know... When they first met, he was really, like, energetic and fun and that she has seen him kind of, like, calm down. And then uh, Callum pulls back to chat. And, you know, again, it's it's almost hard sometimes to appreciate Callum because, mm-hmm. like, I don't always know if he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But he says he just needs to kind of, like, rip the Band-Aid off with Vac and his talking head and what I hate about this is that, like, because his issue that he's taking with Vac is, like, and, like, what he's kind of said to other people is, like, you know, that spark, that sexual chemistry, it's just not there. But everything leading up to them actually being in a couple was, like, sexually charged. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably, well, I mean, I think we saw that, that it's been very upsetting and confusing for Vac. Mm-hmm. who saw their whole connection leading up to this as, like, very sexually charged. Well, I think, again, it's because Vac is smart and understands that you have to approach Callum from that level. 
Yeah, but he... Ex- no, I agree. I understand that. It's yeah, not yeah. that, like, I felt like she was the only one driving the car here. But, mm-hmm. like, I think for him to, like... For them to communicate the way they were before... And then for this sticking point to be that the sexual chemistry isn't there mm-hmm. is so weird. Yeah. Because that's what their whole connection was to start with from both of them. Yeah. Her and him. But he thanks her for being patient and letting him take his time. It's not moving as fast as he feels like it needs to, especially on Love Island. Things just need to have the ability to like build quicker than they're building between him and back. Mm-hmm. He says it's not feeling natural for him. And she's obviously upset because, again, I think that would just be if if that were me, if I was in back shoes, I would be very confused because I would be like, what changed? Like, because we were talking before everything was like, you know, I'm very sexually attracted to you. And then mm-hmm. for. I would just be so confused and upset if then they were like, well, I don't have that with you. Right, because that is like an I'd indictment like, on how, you know, on the, the attractiveness of a person. It's not like we don't mesh. It's like, oh, shit, I'm not attractive. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. It's just like, I would be like, no, you said you were sexually attracted to me. What do you mean? What has now changed? Maybe I, I think, maybe it's because. I think it's just the way he communicates and he uh, yeah, needs I, to learn from that. I think he's misconstruing sexual attraction for just normal attraction just excitement like and kind of playfulness right or just like a vibe yeah i think all vibes to him are sexual attraction yeah (laughs) like you know that's just like love is like sex is love and love is sex and you know what i mean like yeah it's it's hard for him to separate those two um but i just want to say good on him Mm -hmm. because he did something that jordan didn't do yeah, well, I we've said it before, and I think Callum only has the capacity to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, and he maybe is not the most emotionally intelligent, um, but I think he is intelligent enough to know that lying and carrying like something out is not doing him or anyone any good. Whether mm-hmm. it's because he thinks like. Well, if I don't, I can't move on with another bud. Mm-hmm. Or if because he's like, well, I don't want to hurt her. Like, either yeah. way, he's like, well, I have to just be honest. Yeah. Um, and this this is where I was totally like, like I said, when Cum Goblin isn't driving and pulling levers <laughs> up, up top, like, he's like a good dude. I would be friends with him. Yeah. Well, see, Absolutely. that's I've said that before. I was like, I feel like Callum feels like someone you'd be friends yeah. with. But, um. He just like he does. He has these moments where I also think if you are very sure footed in who you are, which he is, he would be he would be a good friend to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's a really good friend to Austin because yeah. he can't influence Austin. Like, yeah, you know, like Callum or like Callum and Mitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, toxic, toxic. But like, I feel like he's like a really good, fun, nice, considerate friend. If you're just like, oh, that's just Callum being Callum, not like, oh, let's do something with Callum. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, And so Callum asks back, like, oh, do you hate me? And she says no, but she, like she obviously like needs a second. So she walks away and he's like, he's looking all around for someone to tell him what to do because he's done very well up to this point. But mm-hmm. he's now seeing her get overwhelmed. And I think 
he i think his gut is telling him like i like you need me to come with you like should i still be there for you mm-hmm. but he's also like i think she needs space because she walked away from me yep. <laughs> Um, Again, this is you can tell that he cares, but is not emotionally intelligent. He doesn't know what to do with yeah. those feelings all the time. Yeah, and but he's worried about her and wants her to be good. Yeah, which is nice. You and know I, I mean? feel bad. Vac is just like I just feel like I've wasted my time with Callum, and she has. And but I but also not in a way like he lied to me or whatever. No, like she no, like she knows she fu- she fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and she feels a little silly. I think. For acting on her baser instincts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Callum makes the very unwise decision to send Phoebe H in after. It's just so funny because Phoebe H is like, what do I do? What do you need me to do? And then Al walks in and it's like, Vaco is one of the most emotionally intelligent women there, right? Uh Uh-huh. She does not need reassurance. What she needs is just someone, a shoulder to cry on. Mm -hmm. She does not need advice. But if she did need reassurance, though, let's be clear. She wasn't going to get it from them. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, And these guys are like, just see her crying. And they're like, okay, let me give you this bad advice. Let me give you this. Like, she does not want advice. No. She does not need advice. She just wants a shoulder to cry on. That's all she wants. She doesn't yeah. want to have to talk about it. She just wants to be sad for a little bit. She knows what she did. Mm-hmm. And then these guys are just like, just do this. Just do this and and phoebe's just kind of making it worse i think and she's like help me i don't know what to do i'm bad with my words <laughs> oh yeah when al comes in my you God. can tell she was very uncomfortable yeah and you know what maybe she just should have said to callum like i'm gonna go get stuff like i'm gonna go get, get maddie or stella yeah but she she does want to help you can tell because mm-hmm. she goes but she has zero clue what to do she she does not have the 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 tools to to fix what is broken no not even close mm-hmm. um and then at bedtime stella asks tack to go out on the balcony and do something with her and he's like should i feel nervous she's, she's like, like it could get weird it's gonna get weird but no you shouldn't feel nervous <laughs> so she has to reconnect with her psyche by howling at the moon so mm-hmm. she does that she does do that and um he seems kind of and i have mentioned that stella kind of has manic pixie dream girl energy and Mm -hmm. it continues but he does seem kind of endeared by it Mm -hmm. and i'm like i think stella could do almost anything and he would be endeared by it stella is not into tech it's yeah i well i don't know i don't know you do know I don't. You see how she acts when she's don't into someone. tell me. Listen, I don't appreciate you telling me what I know or I don't know. Okay? Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Has she goblined? Has she goblin posed? <laughs> We've only seen her do that with Jordan. Exactly. So? Jordan was the only person she's been into. There are different degrees of liking somebody. She was, she's like, not infatuated on... with Jordan. She was I know. giddy about it, but, like, she might not be that way with every guy I... that she actually has a connection with. I think she's going to be that way. Some people grow their relationship different ways. I've seen that happen many a time on Love Island. People grow and people. Are you trying to pull your expert card on me? <laughs> a little. It feels like you're kind of <laughs> trying to pull your expert card on me. I've seen people who have been friends for half the season and then come back, decide to really give it a go, and then win. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying that that happens sometimes. And to be quite honest, I'm not sure how sincere it was. Well, I don't know. They dated after the show. Whatever. Um, I'm, I have said in almost every interaction between Stella and Tack that I'm not sure 
if she feels the same as he feels because she's just so nice and like she's gonna be really nice and enthusiastic almost no matter what i know that's why it just feels like it's it's the same as everyone else how she interacts with everyone else and i feel like she's not the type of person to do that but yeah again you're the expert here. I'll I'm not the expert. Oh, shut up. I'm not the expert on relationships or these people at all. Yeah. Um, But I just said I really appreciate Stella's appreciation of herself because she does that and she's like, I'm a bad bitch and I'm back. And like she does it to kind of recenter herself. And I appreciate her taking the time to do that with herself because it seemed like she needed to. And then that night we see the consent button. Yeah, which I did not know about. We had to pause and you had to explain it to me. Yeah, because I there was a post, I think it was on the subreddit recently, about the consent button. Explain, and to, explain to us what that is. So in I'll kind of summarize what I remember from the subreddit. And that was that in previous seasons, the Islanders have had to... Uh, like verbally say into the cameras that like they consent or they're on board with like any of like kind of like not necessarily sex but like the intimacy that they have at night um and in the past like i said they've had to just verbally say that but this season which would probably kill the mood no it very much could and then i guess it also kind of like i don't know do they say that like in front of everyone and then everyone's like oh they're doing something right now sure but a a light turns on yeah that's true (laughs) but this time they have the consent button which is like it seems like it's on either side of their bed and if they both press it like a little light goes on that alerts it's like one half of a heart above the bed yeah i don't know if it does that every time or if they did that for like the sake of the shot i really don't know but Mm -hmm. it's their way of um letting the producers know like we consent to what we're doing together mm-hmm. um, i'm assuming just to like avoid any like just liability uh, you know yeah sexual assault liability that mm-hmm. the, the producers of the show are subject to yeah and i mean they don't explain that in that shot but we just see them press a button and a heart light up and then you know we find out the next morning what happened which mm-hmm. is explained first by Phoebe H telling Claudia that she's a naughty girl. And I'm a naughty <laughs> girl. And the problem with this chat is that your TV was fucking up while we were watching it. I know. So we had to switch uh, the way we were watching it. Mm-hmm. But she's telling Claudia that she literally cannot contain herself with Jordan. Um, and that they have so much sexual chemistry. And she says she got a little taste. A little lick. I think she just like licked his dick real quick and then put it back. (laughs) She said it was a little taste, but not a like. So they start comparing it to like uh, like a wine tasting. Mm -hmm. And she says that she got a little taste, but not a skull. It wasn't a skull. I think when you when you skull something, you like take a shot, you chug it. Oh, okay. Because you like take it to the dome. At first you said like. Like skull fucking. No, I didn't say that. Uh, you didn't say that. I thought that's no. what you said. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I said it's like chugging. I did not understand what you were saying. I was like, no. oh my god. I think everyone was that would an have. Option? I think everyone would have known if fucking Jordan <laughs> fucked her face. <laughs> I'm sure everyone would have known. You're the one that said it. I thought you said it. No. <laughs> 
Absolutely not. These miscommunications can happen anywhere. Anywhere, <laughs> truly. Um, and Claudia says that her and Austin also had a good night, but they that squished he, grapes. But they, but he spilt the wine. And I started getting confused with the winery puns, but so then we get Austin just telling the boys straight, straight up. up. Pre-mode. He's like, she touched it, and it went for ten seconds, and then that was it. She, she's like, he's like, he's like, she touched it, and I was already like, fuck. <laughs> you freaking pre-mode, dude. Which I get, like pre-mode. If you're like basically teasing for at this point three and a half weeks, four weeks, yeah. Like you know, and it's probably and he's only slept with a couple. Women, I think they right? said three, yeah. So I'm sure it's been a while since he got a little schlubbinging in. <laughs> and it's been like, you know, sometimes you're primo. What can you say? Yeah. Um, And then we have a really fucking annoying conversation and a whole annoying issue that's not even an issue that part of me doesn't want to talk about, but I'm just going to speed past it. Mm-hmm. Phoebe tells Claudia she's getting bored with Mitch. No, you're not. She, she was like, oh, I need him to be super obsessed and all over me, and he's not. She's like, oh, I want a bomb to come in so that Mitch can get jealous. She's like, she, yeah, she said that comfortable. She's, she's over Mitch, but she also wants a uh, a bombshell to come in so she can make him jealous, but her head won't turn. So you're not over Mitch. You just want to be toxic, which like, I guess it's your turn. <laughs> But, like, I just, like, break up. Just break up and leave the show because I don't want to deal with either of you anymore. Yeah. And Claudia's like, oh, you're just like me. We're so toxic. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be like, Claudia, well, you're getting a little bit better. I think she is getting better. Um, I hope so. I think they're going to win at this point. Now I think they're going to win. Claudia and Austin? Claudia they and could Austin. because Claudia they're, they're growing and they're overcoming some obstacles and some really mm-hmm. deep-seated issues in Claudia. So yeah. if that continues the way it's going... Not that they, I don't want them to plateau, but if it continues in the way it's going, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be upset if they won. Me neither. Um, the boys come up with a mission for Callum to kiss girls. All the girls, except for their girls. Except for their girls. Um, so he trick. Oh. I want to say, he doesn't trick. He like, he gets Phoebe H to kiss him by giving her a geography quiz. And it was very obvious that she, and he says like, just a peck. Um, it's obvious that she didn't want to like kiss him. She even like looks around first and then she like does like a very quick peck mm-hmm. and then he gets both Maddie and yeah, she did not want to do it. He gets both Maddie and Stella to kiss him by saying that Austin is telling him that he needs Botox. The boys lips. were making fun of his lips. So and both of the could girls- you kiss me just to see if they're <laughs> uh, good? Both of the girls are like, um, okay, I know what you're doing and it's fine. Like we can kiss. Yeah. It's like not a big deal. You could have just said like, you would be fun if we kiss right now. Yeah. Like, we're all fucking single. It's not a big deal. And Stella and Maddie are both down for like fun. So, yeah. um, but when he, kisses stella they quit they kiss quite a few times mm-hmm. like a lot kind of yeah stella k- kept doing it she yeah. was initiated at one point i feel like calum's like whoa oh okay <laughs> yeah and then we have two phoebe and mitch chats and again i'm just don't gonna, care I'm just they're gonna, over it already doesn't matter yeah that's fine actually let's just do that they get over it phoebe apologizes after she tells mitch that she's bored mm-hmm. and mitch gets pissed about it because he's like what the fuck sometimes it's gonna be boring here and she's like i know and then they're all like she's just in her head basically because mitch says like every single night 
that we've been here, which has been since the beginning, we've done something at bedtime. And last night we didn't because I was tired. And now she feels like we're an old married couple and she just wants attention and it's fucking annoying. And for once, I agree with Mitch. Mm-hmm. That's fucking annoying. Um, And then basically she just apologizes and she's literally always touching him. And he's it, it's so fucking annoying for her to like 10 seconds ago be like, I'm so toxic. I'm over him. I want him to get jealous. I'm bored. But then as soon as they're together, she's just, like, mm-hmm. constantly touching him. Like, who the fuck do you think you are fooling? Apparently, Claudia. Um, Stella gets a text about the recoupling that we know is coming tonight. And then it's we know that kind of, like, the, the decision, because the boys are picking, is going to really be down to who Callum picks and who Tack picks. And we're both pretty confident that Callum was going to pick Maddie. We were pretty confident. I mean, obviously, the we know he's not picking Vac because he mm-hmm. kind of, like, broke up with her the night before. But he had, like, a bunch of kisses with Stella. So, for a second, I was like, mm, I don't know. But if he is a friend at all to Tack, he knows that Tack has some history and some feelings with Stella. So, most mm-hmm. of me did not think he was going to pick Stella. But it was kind of still up in the air. Callum could be a bit of a wild card. Mm-hmm. So... Because, again, he leads with his dick. So it really just depends on what happened, like, two seconds before he's picking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Callum's chatting with Phoebe H. And he lets her know, like, I'm between Maddie and Stella. And he isn't sure who he has a better connection with. And Phoebe H. says that on a romantic level, Maddie's a better option. Because she went in and wanted him right away. Because she chose him for a date when she was a bombshell. Mm-hmm. Um, And then... You know, basically both of the boys are kind of chatting to their options. Um, Maddie is, like, telling Callum, like, you know, I like your vibe. I always feel energized after we talk. And um, I don't like, I don't like Tack and Vax chat. I really don't. I kind of liked it. I didn't because I think Vax should have learned from what, didn't work with Callum and like because she leads completely with only sexual talk with Tack it's the only thing Uh, she really talks about with him and this chat kind of but not really she talks very much about her body she talks about um how he's had a thing with Stella and a crush on Stella since the beginning and nothing's happening so she's like it probably won't so and it's I feel like that's just exactly what she did with Callum she led with she led with her body, she led with her sexuality, and she led with, like, what's going on with you and Layla. I read that conversation totally different. I don't know. Can I tell you how I read it? Yeah. Okay. I think it was, one, she feels stupid for picking Callum. Two, she knew. But do, she doesn't look any better by talking to Tack the well, exact no, no, way no, she no, talked no, to no, Callum. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Two, she knows that Tack feels more emotionally connected to Stella than her, especially after the conversation they had after she picked Callum. I think she knows she's probably going home. She doesn't want to fight for Tack because I don't think she feels it that way. And I think that's just her like being like, listen, I'll be okay. I'm fucking sexy. I'm, I didn't get that. You know, we I think we read it differently. I yet. think we did. Because she didn't fight with for him at all. No, she didn't. She just taught... And, and that's why I was it was more like a like I think I'll be, I'm I'll be okay no matter what. 
I wasn't getting that. That's what I was getting. To me, it was more of a place of acceptance and self-love than like shamelessly sexually flirting with with. uh, I would love to have seen it your way. I would have liked because I I really like Vac, obviously, but I think she is trying what got Callum. Well, I mean, I guess she chose Callum, but on what got Callum to kind of bend away from Layla before, you know, it's like. And then she even is like, oh, I bet your voice is really sexy late at night. And I it just read as very fake to me. Yeah, it it read as like this is and it 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 read as like this is my last chance. So I'm giving it all I got. Huh. Yeah, I read it. I read it the opposite. To Um, me, it was like I'm accepting my fate. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I wish I had read it that way because, again, I like Vac. And to be honest, that that chat doesn't change me liking her. Right. But I did not like the vibes of it because it seemed very insincere. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone is just basically chatting about how nervous they are and how everything with Callum and Tack is up in the air. And then they get to the fire pit. Miss Monk shows up. Love some Monk. Love this monk <laughs> keep bringing her back she's so fun too yeah, she's like really good at her job didn't i say that you did yeah she's really good at her job and i'm glad that they're using her more yeah and i mean well she she seems like more than just a host like i've said before you know she like knows everyone's names and mm-hmm. she asks how they're feeling and mm-hmm. and everything which is just so nice um so the boys are picking and there's not any surprises until we get down to Callum and Tack. Callum picks Maddie, which we had thought, and Tack picks Stella, which right before you were telling me that it was Stella that was going to go home, and I was like, Stella has gotten too much screen time to go uh, again, home. Again, I said this earlier in the episode, but I have fully embraced that I have no predictive talent at all. So whenever I predict something, and predict is in quotes, I am just saying the thing that would be most dramatic or most entertaining. I think you said that after you were wrong. Yeah, after I've been (laughs) wrong so many times. But no, now, when I predicted that, it was just because I was like, wouldn't that be fucking crazy if she goes home now? To be fair, we've both been wrong more times than either of us can count on this fucking show. (laughs) If, If you're a super fan out there, listen to all of our episodes again. And find out every time we were wrong. Yep. And then do a super cut. <laughs> and then tag us in it on Instagram. Um, not Friendship Island Pod. Thank you. So, Vac Friendster. is dumped. And Callum, in saying goodbye to her, seems really sincere and telling her, you know, thank you for everything that you did. He's like, you know, you made my time so much better. Mm-hmm. And um, again, just saying like the right things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just how he feels. Just really good things to say. Mm-hmm. He's saying them. And Tack uh, tells her also, you know, it wasn't an easy choice, but um, he has to follow his heart. And she is very understanding and says that that's mm-hmm. exactly what she would want from him. And she's been in that position. And, and she admits she was thinking with her pussy. <laughs> she said, I feel, you know, she's just like, I've, I thought with my heart and with my fanny flutters and it you know, it kicked me in the ass. Yeah. So, you know. And then in our preview for next week, 
we see that Claudia is getting the Gemma treatment and her ex is coming. Mm-hmm. Making, I thought it would really piss you off because, but I know you've come around to Claudia a little bit. Uh huh. But I know how resistant you are to her being the main character. So I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it now. <laughs> but it was also like I saw him. Uh huh. And I was like, Austin, you got nothing to worry about. One hundred percent. It, it, do you know what it looks like? He looks like Austin before he took the, the uh, Captain America serum. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's exactly what he looks like. So if he doesn't come in for Claudia, which I'm hoping he doesn't because that would just be... I don't need that. Okay? I think he is because he said the... He's like, I, you know, I've dated her for over a year. You've only known her for two weeks. I know, but I'm hoping... That he at least gives somebody a chance, and I just wonder. I don't think Claudia's going to let that happen, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Meaning, like... Claudia is definitely very different than Gemma. Claudia so. is going to make her, his time here very hard. Yeah, maybe so. Because Gemma, when Jack showed up, she was like, that's my ex. What the fuck? And then <laughs> she was like, I don't give a fuck who he is with. Yeah, exactly. Gemma is so emotionally detached from people, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not the way that Claudia feels. No. <laughs> But knowing Claudia's past, this is probably a man that cheated on her. It does seem kind of like really fucked up that they like made a meal out of her, like really trying to deal with her past trauma it, with specifically men that yeah. she's dated. And they're like, and now the man that physically abused her oh is coming through for TV. He was like, hoping that that's not the case. <laughs> it just felt like too much. Well,. If they are setting up a Claudia and Austin win, this is definitely going to be another thing for them to um, get through. Get through and get over. And I just hope that Claudia does so uh, with grace and intelligence. Mm -hmm. I think maybe (laughs) that will come at the end. Maybe. Um, And that's where we leave week four. Yay. We're we're four out of six weeks. We're two thirds done. And no casa. I think you're right. I don't think we're getting a casa. Because what? Yeah. What are they going to do? A whole week of casa, and then the last week? Week that seems fucked. They still have to drop in our two winners from last season, which are confirmed to be in this show. It just seems so late for a bombshell. I feel. I feel like we haven't even gotten that many bombshells. <laughs> I'm like, who are we? Left? I feel like we've dumped more people than we've gotten. No? Yeah, it does feel that There's way. There's been a lot of dumping. There has been a lot of dumping. But that's what happens when you, you know, pack it full of shit. You get some dumping. Yeah. But Mitch and Tina are dropping in at some point. And my thought was that they were going to both be in Casa. Uh-huh. And they were both going to be brought in, not knowing that the other one was coming. And then fall in love no. again. I mean, listen, they already fucking won. What? But, like, they're... I was so I cried along with Mitch and Tina last season. Yeah. So much. And like I'm much more analytical about this season, like because it's my job to type up everything that happens. Mm -hmm. So I think if I was like watching it through the same viewpoint that I am now, I maybe I wouldn't have felt that way. But part of me is like if I see them on the screen, but they're not together, it's going to rip my heart out because they overcame so much. Yeah. Ugh. Well, if we ever go back and watch that season on a Patreon or something, you're going to know who won. But 
What can you yeah. do? What can you do? Tried to save you from every other season that I could. You've spared me well. That's all. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you in week five. Bye. How long was that? I'm scared. What? Don't. Oh. Oh, I thought you were going to fart into the microphone. No. I don't want to. I don't have it in me. Okay. <laughs> I so thought you were going to fart.